10 years ago we moved here. Yeah. And then there was this huge learning curve Mm -hmm. that never seemed to end. Just seeing their pure faith and just holding on to Jesus because that's all they had. Welcome to Stewards of Stories. Our stories are part of his story. We are your hosts, Matt and Liz Eck. Join us as we share about our life and ministry in Central Europe. We hope to encourage you to see how the gospel intersects with everyday life so that we can glorify God and proclaim his goodness in the home, school, the workplace, and beyond. So what's the story today? Well, I guess we're calling this one our first 10 years in Vienna, looking back. 10-year anniversary. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of big. And welcome back to Stewards of Stories. (laughs) We've had a little bit of a hiatus. (laughs) Yes, we have. Yeah. um, We uh, kind of abruptly ended our first season. It got a little little bit much much for us, uh, but we're hoping this second season um, to stay ahead of things so that uh, we can keep it going throughout Uh the year. Keep it going strong. Yeah. Well, 10 years ago, we moved here. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. Yeah. So in, in June, it was, uh, mm-hmm. was it, did we figure it out? Was it, was it the 12th or was it the 14th or it was like a day before or after your mom's birthday? Or I think we may have landed in London on the 13th. Okay. So Which as we were flying over, it became my mom's birthday. Right. I so think. we left on the 12th. So kind of between our mom's yes. birthday and my mom's. My mom's is on the 11th, yours is on the 13th of June. So, well, sorry. I've had a history of leaving for mission trips on my mom's birthday, so it <laughs> sounds really familiar, yes. And my poor mom. Yes. Having to say goodbye to us right around their birthdays. Aww. Sorry, moms. What can you do? What can you do? It's in the past. Sorry, ten, ten years in the past. Yeah. So we got married in uh, April 2008, uh, but didn't move here until June mm-hmm. of 2009. What? took so long what were we doing what were we what doing? were we doing that that whole year <laughs> and almost a half so i was getting used to the church yeah because i was new to texas and the church mm-hmm. we were more used to the church or more used to texas uh <laughs> all of that all both, of that and getting yes. used to you and yeah, well. the church staff thought it was a good idea for our first year of marriage to be in a place where we could have concentrated community. Mm-hmm. Of course, you had a lot of close friends there. Right. Just, yeah, for the health of our first year of marriage yeah. to not change up too many things. Well, and it, and it would have been one thing had we stayed in Russia. Right. Because that would have been more home to us right. than the States. Mm-hmm. But we were in between fields. We were mm-hmm. transitioning from Russia to Austria, which was a new field to both of us. Right. So we didn't, we wouldn't have yeah. had any community here yeah. starting off. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So what prompted our coming in June of 2009? Well, we had not raised all of our support no. yet. So that was a major thing we were both working at that first year of marriage. But... Then we learned that there was going to be a college short-term mission trip Mm -hmm. going out from Denton Bible Church that summer. 
and they wanted us to lead it as we moved over there. Yeah. And they asked us if we were willing to do that despite being short on support. Is that how it went down? I think the idea was that, okay, well, we're, we're, I don't know, I don't know if we were 70% at that point or we we were getting towards the end and the thought was, well, maybe if people know, because, you know, sometimes people... You know, if you're getting ready to leave, they're 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 like, okay, you're going, okay, here you go, let's send you out. And, yeah. And so people kind of sometimes people wait to give until you're ready to go. So we're thinking maybe if we throw it out there that hey, we're going, we're going to leave this college trip and see what happens. Uh, that maybe we can make it. Make maybe we couldn't. And so and but nonetheless, when we left, we were definitely not fully funded, mm-hmm. not even really close. Right. So we were kind of there to figure out, okay, we think we need this much. Can we get by on less <laughs> was, the, yes. was kind of the thing. And yeah. if I remember correctly, we actually came three weeks earlier than the team mm-hmm. to look for an apartment. Oh, yeah. 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 So that was like our first thing was to see, okay, can we can we make it here? Can we find an apartment that's cheap enough? Can yeah. we... You know, our, our prices, what we think they are, or are they less? Right. You know, how how, um, how livable, how doable is this? Mm-hmm. Um, so on the budget that we had. So that was kind of uh, why we left when we left. We probably, in hindsight, should have stayed longer mm-hmm. and raised full support. I tell people that too. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's always the best policy, but, you know. Uh, mm. We were, I mean, we, we had been home for more than a year. We were ready to get back out overseas. Yeah. And so we thought, well, let's try it. And we did. And we went on this short-term mission trip. What were what were some of your memories, first memories of that trip coming over? Okay. Well, um, so we had gotten to know the team pretty well in Texas mm-hmm. that, that first year or whenever we started preparing the team to come over probably that spring I just remember when it became real is when we have this team of young people with us we actually did two different mission trips in one yeah two countries two different countries so our first objective was to help at a youth camp in Austria in the beautiful Salzburg, right? Salzburg yeah. area. Yeah. So the scenery, you're thinking hills are alive. This yeah. is It was literally amazing. like one of the yeah. places where they film part of the Sound of Music. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But then at the same time, for me, I was really confronted with this cultural clash. Not only U.S. and Austria, but also U.S. Christian church culture versus Austrian Christian church culture. And it was in a few areas drastically different. Yeah. And so here we are, you and me, the official adults <laughs> on this team trying to care for these young people and help them serve and make good decisions. And I'm thinking, I'm kind of shell-shocked right now. How, how am I supposed to make sense of this? And then help this team of people. Yeah. The the camp in, in Austria was, was pretty different. Now, the camp in, in um, Slovakia was nice. Yeah. Uh, and we, we were there serving with a campus crusade missionary there who we knew we had a, a mutual friend 
really, really sweet family there that we've kept in, in, I wouldn't say we're, we're close touch, mm-hmm. close in touch with them, but we've, we've visited them since, I mean, you know, we're only, my goodness, 40, 40 minutes to an hour away from, mm-hmm. from Bratislava. So, but yeah, I had a great time serving with them and doing an English camp mm-hmm. and, um, still kind of see some of the the kids that went on that camp yeah. 10 years later now yeah. as adults that have been they've gotten married and kind of see them on Facebook and everything so that's been fun to keep up with them and that was really cool getting to see them step out in faith and do things they had never done before and really God's power in weakness there was a big memory for me yeah yeah it was cool it was a good it was a good time and, and a good kind of a good way to, to kick it off but it was interesting because we'd had those three weeks to kind of look around mm-hmm. and, and figure out the city and try to think about what we want to do and then all of a sudden we had two weeks of oh yeah taking these kids around and now they're gone and we've got to set up our apartment well and we hadn't had an apartment before we left for that trip right right so, so we, we got looking. back from camp and we had to continue the apartment hunt yeah and we had looked a lot like we, we saw more than 20 I think yeah in those three weeks, and, and I we called were more than that, and we were sleeping on the floor of a church Sunday school room mm-hmm. on a mm-hmm. a fold out mat for right. three weeks. Right. Uh, yes. <laughs> so we were. I, I know I was desperate to find a place, and it just took forever. It yeah. seemed like. Yeah. And it was, and it's you know, if you think about it, so we we moved. You moved to Denton uh, after we got married, and we 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 always knew that we were in this apartment for maybe a year. Yeah, the one in Denton. So, yeah. So we're really kind of like looking forward to settling, settling, like actually <laughs> yes. having a, our place. Yes, we're gonna make our own. Yeah. What do you remember about that first apartment and kind of setting it up? So thankfully, I was able. To, I somehow still have. My journal from that time. Really? That's the only way I was able to, quote, remember um, my memories about gone. But, um, so I think it was about the the middle of that first week of August, we had our place, and we made an Ikea run, and we were ready to get that stuff up into the apartment. And thankfully, we were able to use some... Young people that were here from Denton Bible. That's right. We had to, the we had the student ministries. Yeah. English teenager camp. Yes. People in to help us move, move our furniture. Yeah. Uh, were we on the third floor with no elevator? Or yeah, we were floor? on the third floor, no elevator. Uh-huh. You know, and then we. I mean, we. I suppose we could have rented an IKEA. How did we even I thought get, we did, right? Maybe we did. We rented it. You can have yeah. it for like a certain period of time. We had to because we had we had that bed, yeah. which ended up being two beds because we bought. Oh no! Yeah. Remember that we, we, we bought the same bed two twice. Beds, and you don't know because it's all in boxes. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't until we got to the place where we realized we have two beds. We had to take it back. And, that was crazy. Uh, yeah. So, well, and for me, a sh- the, another shock was. If you buy a couch from Ikea, you have to put it together? Yeah. Well, I had never been confronted with Ikea on that extent. And then there was this huge learning 
curve mm. that never seemed to end as far as you learning to drill holes in the concrete walls right. to fix the huge wardrobe against the wall because <laughs> it was so tall and having to drill into wood or the the concrete window no. frames well, no. for the blinds you know our, our apartment right now has concrete and um what's it what's the normal stuff that you have in the states um uh, sheetrock mm-hmm. you know that's those are the the two major components of the, of the walls here but in our old place it was um, you might have brick mm-hmm. behind this plaster. You might not have brick behind the plaster. It might just be this thick layer of plaster that you're trying to right. fix things to. And that plaster would get all, you, you drill into it with a, you know, like a light mortar bit. So you'd have to get a mortar bit and you'd have to get a drill hammer. You can't just use a normal drill. You've got to get a, a drill that, that, that has a back and you know forth hammer type mm. thing to it. And, but then, like, the plaster could get loose, and so you're, you're trying to drill these, you know, really, really small pilot holes and, and hoping that the hole doesn't get bigger as you, you know, too big for the for the anchor and everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, completely different construction than, yeah, yeah just find the stud and, you know, drill into the sheetrock. So. Oh, yeah. And it was just so slow, slow going and frustrating. And tedious. Yeah. We just felt like... We didn't know anybody, yeah, and so... learning to live here. You know, I'm having to put these these wardrobes, so there's no closets here, so we've got to buy wardrobes, and I'm putting this wardrobe together all by myself, and, you know, poor, poor Lou, you can't mm-hmm. can't help me get these big doors on and, and hang, hang them and everything, and I'm trying to yeah. do it all myself, and yeah. It was really <laughs> sad. <laughs> but we finally got our apartment put <laughs> together. Did. Um, and what what uh, what were some of the other big adjustments that you know now we're kind of adjusting to life here? What were some of the other things that you remember kind of adjusting to? Oh, the shopping was the, one of the big ones. Yeah, walking to the store. I mean, we ha- we had a couple stores in our neighborhood, maybe a ten minute walk away. Yeah, the stores aren't far here. There's they weren't far, but it was the skill of learning how much you could buy and then carry, carry home reasonably. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember once I had to call you from the grocery store <laughs> and ask you to help me carry some things home because I had misjudged. Shopping carts were not our friend back then. <laughs> no, I misjudged how much I had put in the shopping cart. And then I was like, I can't. I can't carry this. I have like three or four bags here. And, and fortunately, you know, at this time... We're learning language. We're, mm-hmm. you know, so it wasn't like I had an office I had to go to and I had to go, you know, I was, I was at home. Our office was home. Yeah. So that was at least good. But still, yeah, lots of <laughs> lots of learning, particularly with, with shopping mm-hmm. and then just shopping more often and then yeah. dealing with the oh, yeah. no shopping on Sundays and then. And learning all the holidays. Holidays, you know, the crazy. The Catholic cat. holidays mm-hmm. and. Yeah. Everything else where all the stores are closed and yeah. you just got to know or you wake up the next morning and you try to go mm-hmm. shop for food and you don't, you can't. <laughs> yeah. So Ascension of Mary Day, mm-hmm. which happens in the summer, you know, which Always I mean, who, you know, off guard. Yeah, who knows, you know, who knows about <laughs> that? Uh, although it's got the fun, the funnest name in German, Maria Himmelfart. Love that Sounds name. Sounds like a band name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
so, so yeah, just learning all the holidays and, and learn to deal with everything close on Sunday. Right. All that kind of and stuff. And just praying for friends. I remember yeah. we just had each other, mm-hmm. really. And I think trying that... Trying to find a church. Yeah, trying to find a church. And still we newlyweds. Yeah, we're still newlyweds. And we weren't joining a big team. We had one teammate. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we didn't have like instant community. We had to we had to yeah. find people and ministry wise, we were mostly focused on on for you learning language from the ground up. For me, kind of getting a good refresher, right? And then uh, we started with refugee ministry, and our refugee ministry was way out of town. Mm-hmm. You know, so we were tr- we were traveling pretty far, and and the people we were working with, we weren't really interacting with throughout the week. Right, um, because we we would go out once a week and, and work with them, and uh, but but we did eventually find a good church and and yeah. started settling into the the church there, and making friends that way. Mm-hmm. Well, and doing the refugee ministry was refreshing too. It was something we could jump into right away without me being able to speak German. At first, we would go down there and play music together yeah. for a little church service that they would have. Mm-hmm. And we met some, a few amazing believers that we just kind of became instant friends with. I mean, just seeing their pure faith and just holding on to Jesus because that's all they had uh, was really encouraging. So I think those times really kept us going. Yeah, no, the the, the ministry we had down there was a, and, and that still is a wonderful ministry mm-hmm. and I'm actually going to go down there later this summer. So I've been able to go down there at least once a year. Um, unfortunately, we not not as often because we have a lot more going on here in Vienna, which is a good thing because that's, that's where we live. Mm-hmm. Um, any other big memories from that first year or revelations that you have thought about? Here we are 10 years later. Mm. I did notice in... That journal that I flipped through. I mean, there were for sure a lot of unknowns. We weren't even sure we were going to receive the visa that we needed Mm. to stay here. And I had a lot of fear about that, Mm. you know. But at the same time, I was really praying that God would help me really settle in without having to know how long we would be here. Yeah. To just be fully engaged in yeah. the moment where we were. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good that's a good thing to think about, you know, because looking back 10 years ago to look mm-hmm. at where we're at now, I mean, things are going pretty good and we've got good friends and a good, you know, good church relationships and and yeah, just to think about man, we're just, you know, fresh out of marriage, you know, fresh into marriage, mm-hmm. new here. Not knowing anybody, not knowing if we could, you know, how long we're going to be able to stay, what's going to work. Yeah, yeah. You know, you forget just just how out there we were, really. Oh, yeah, you feel yeah. so vulnerable. Not yeah. even knowing, we didn't even know the 911 number here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I stepped on there a, was a yeah. piece of glass and, and had no idea, okay, where's the nearest hospital? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We relied on the kindest kindness of neighbors and called up our teammate and <laughs> said, Hey, where think, should we take Matt? At some point, I think I, I went over to the you restaurant did. across the, yes. the street from us yeah. and 
It was like, hey, where's the, where's the hospital? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Thinking back on that, um, you know, reminds me of, you know, there's just so many times in in the life of Israel where God calls mm. Israel to look back. And so one of those moments is toward the end of David's life. So First Chronicles 16, 11 through 13, he says, Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember the wondrous works that he has done, his miracles and the judgments he uttered. O offspring of Israel, his servant, children of Jacob, his chosen ones. So thinking back and thinking of thinking not only that, man, it was good, you know, it's good and God brought us through, but how, how scary it was, and, and, and yet still God was there and he brought he us through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a good good thing to look back, a good story to tell. Yeah. I guess that's about, about it. So I should probably say thank you for listening to Stewards of Stories. We hope this podcast encourages you to share the story of what God is doing in your life with someone else today. Please visit us at Stewards Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where you can find our latest story and maybe share one of your own with us. Please visit our website, stewardspodcast.com, and if you have gained something from our time, please consider partnering with us in some way. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time on Stewards of Stories.